This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते द न्यूज लॉन्ड्री टीम इज बैक इन ऑफिस टू रिकॉर्ड अ वीकली हफ्ता एंड ऑल द अदर शोज दैट वी डू वीकली वी ऑल क्रंच दम इन टू वन डे सो दर इज मिनिमम मूवमेंट एंड वी मेंटेन सोशल डिस्टेंसिंग इज मच एज पॉसिबल टूडे इज वी एंटर द थर्ड वीक ऑफ द लॉकडाउन थर्ड वीक The repercussions are felt the world over. We shall discuss the new ILO report. That's the International Labour Organization, and it has a really dire prediction on not just the world, but specifically India, and how it's going to impact our labour force and jobs. We are seeing some of that already play out. Other than that, uh, we have a whole bunch of other COVID-related headlines that I will go over, but not before I introduce you to our panel and give you a couple of announcements that I have. So first, our panel. In the news laundry office, we have Raman Kripal. Hi, Mehraj. Hello, Manisha. Hello. And joining us on the phone line are Shoaib Daniel and Anand Vardhan. Shoaib, you have probably heard him before on our podcasts. Uh, Shoaib has been on Hafta before, if I'm not wrong. I was yeah, there on yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, he's been on and Hafta. Hey, I don't know if he's been on Charcha. He's the assistant editor at Scroll. Hi, Shoaib. Hi, Abhinandan. Where are you right now? I am uh, relaxing at home in Calcutta right now. Oh, you happen to be in Kolkata, or you were there? No, when... no. I, uh, with great foresight, I understood that shit is going to go down. So before uh, things became very bad, I went to Calcutta. So I, I, while I, I have a flat in Delhi, and the Scroll office is in Delhi. My family is in Calcutta, so I thought I would like to be with them. You're the migrant uh, worker who left my, in time. My mental sanity as well as theirs. Yes, not unusual that all migrants would like to be back home. <laughs> so, uh, migrant workers, this is exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. So you empathize with the people, unlike some others who say that. I do. Why do they want to go? Yeah, khana to mil raha hai. To yahi sadak pe pade rao. Khair. Also joining us from Patna. is our colleague anand vardhan hi anand how are things in patna any change from last Hello. time no minor changes are there but not drastic well one change i saw is in the morning while doing yoga i saw nitish kumar's public awareness spot on how don't panic the bihar government will be there to make sure no one goes hungry so uh, it is very rare to see bihar government advertising on national english channels but i see that all states now are the only revenue source On that note I think it's a good time for me to say pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers are served we will be discussing that and it's not a black and white position especially in the current context it is nuanced in the context of what Sonia Gandhi said we shall be discussing some of that as well also we have two new podcasts that we have launched one is of course highway on my podcast with rocky mayur and prashant uh, we've created several travel and food shows over 10 years we've traveled the country by road we will be bringing the highway to you since you can't go on the highway for this lockdown period and hopefully you can get to travel the country with us while you are stuck at home we also have a newsletter that you can sign up to where we'll send you photographs and share the experiences in a little more detail the other podcast we've launched is NL versus NL news laundry versus news laundry is something that many of you know we've been trying for a long time we've been planning it we finally rolled it out the concept is people within the news laundry team uh, don't often agree on things uh, in fact very often disagree on a lot of things and the idea is that debate and discussion and and arguments that were once a constructive exercise where it was like sharpening your sword you'd have to come up with better, better arguments and better you know reasons to engage in a debate 
you could still disagree and leave as friends. However, in the current environment, thanks mostly to social media and prime time, a debate means a fight and to hurl insults at each other. So we are trying to do a show where we can reclaim the debate. So people within the first five episodes are just within the news laundry team. 20 minutes, we have a debate on a thing that we disagree on. And then we'll be opening that out to news laundry subscribers. We'll be sending all of you forms. Some of you have already received those forms. You fill in those forms. And then we will make matches on someone who disagrees with you. And we can have a civil debate and leave as friends. It's a political shadi.com. Like Meghnath called it. Yes, politicalshadi.com. And we can test if opposites actually attract. And NL versus NL is going to be available on the News Laundry Conversation channel. So we have another channel other than Hafta and Awful and Awesome and uh, Highway on my podcast. One channel called News Laundry Conversations. NL versus NL is on that channel. So please subscribe to that channel. So News Laundry Conversations as a channel is available on all your podcast platforms just like Highway on my podcast, Awful and Awesome and Hafta are. It's on Stitcher, CastBox, iTunes or whatever your podcast platform. So do check it out. Give us a high ranking so others find it easier to discover News Laundry podcasts. And also do contribute to Scroll. They do some fantastic ground reporting. One of the few bastions that is doing ground reporting. They too take subscriptions and pay to keep news independent and free. On that note, uh, what are the headlines, Manisha? Bad headlines. An ILO report says that about 400 million workers in India may sink into poverty. The BMC has said that Mumbai has reached community transmission. This, though we're not testing aggressively, but judging from other countries' experience, it's believed that Mumbai too has reached community transmission. Uh, hospitals have been shut in Mumbai, at least three that I know of. They've been shut for a while because there were nurses and doctors that were tested positive there. So they've shut it to sanitize the place. Uh, India must sa- prepare for an onslaught of one of Asia's biggest slums report first. Dharavi reported the first death by, of a 56-year-old man, but it hasn't spread too much in Dharavi is what I heard last. Not that we know of yet anyway. Yeah. Uh, there was huge uh, drama and outrage around the whole Trump-Modi exchange uh, over uh, HCQ, which is, uh, how do you pronounce this? Hydrochloroquine. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'm an expert in HCQ because I had, uh, had malaria seven times in my life. Dear, are you serious? Wow. Um, um, yeah, so like doctors were perplexed. I mean, I, I, if I remember this correctly, I'll have to check with my mother. But apparently it had got stuck in my liver or something. Oh my God. So uh, it, it's actually, it's a very common drug in India, as is kind of obvious after this controversy. So most Indians would have taken quinine. It's sometimes just called quinine, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinine uh, is what, yeah. The so, uh, brain name usually something is H- in their life, at least. HCQS, that's the easier thing. So, I mean, yeah. it's usually also a lot of people who have lupus, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, they can't do without this medicine. So, they use that as a... It, it is yeah. like their lifetime medicine. They can't do without it. So, they have to get it. Arthritis. So, there was yeah. a ban on it that the Prime Minister had, yeah. you know, executed and within 48 hours the ban was lifted because Mr. Trump wanted some and that led to another controversy that hmm, the yeah. strong man was given in. We can uh, uh, look at the timeline of the controversy. I think it, it was blown out of proportion. Right. But uh, Shoaib is probably, if if studies are correct, then Shoaib is probably like super immune to coronavirus. He's at it seven. So that's what I, 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 I'm <laughs> very curious. You wild, shake hands with so Is it like the magic portion of Asterix where... You, once you're dipped in it, 
you have lifelong powers or you the need to see it again and again <laughs> oh, only if you believe trump nobody else <laughs> uh, india started to turn trains into isolation wards uh, healthcare workers disturbing news of healthcare workers being attacked in indore and hyderabad there was one case outside of sardarjan in delhi too i think a 40 year old man attacked her and accused her of spreading coronavirus and also in a housing society where a doctor when she was going home the neighbors attacked her and then that neighbor was arrested as well the up and delhi government have taken stringent measures uh, they have sealed uh, certain zones in certain districts as containment areas from where you cannot get in or get out uh, i think about 15 districts in up and about 20 small pockets in delhi have been declared as containment zones and then there are not the entire district certain parts, parts within of the districts district. yeah right and then there are certain hotspots also hmm. uh, so and uh, the prime minister had a meeting with state heads yesterday and it's likely that the lock- lockdown may continue beyond april 15th though he's going to confirm in a day or two disturbing news also coming of uh, muslims being uh, caricaturized as spreaders of coronavirus you've had some fake news on mainstream news platforms and you've had the usual suspects on whatsapp um, you know spreading videos and stuff like that showing uh, that muslims are spreading uh, the coronavirus and this has led to some attacks on muslims families have been driven away there's been one death in jharkhand over rumors of a muslim man spitting so that's i don't know if anywhere else in the world uh, such things have happened yeah. yeah well not yet anyway uh, then ayodhya police has suggested reading alt news rather than whatsapp because ani had erroneously put out a tweet i mean ani has been doing that frequently but the it's last it's not erroneously anymore I mean. <laughs> yeah. but what was the last one that the, the that the up police refuted that there were some cases that were not connected to tablighi jamaat they that yeah. was in uh, noida yeah. yeah yes a person had been tested positive and they just randomly added tablighi in the middle of this so the up police said yeah. that is not true Ab- and then everyone said wow up police and up police actually tweeted out alt news and alt news is the swan enemy if you will see of the right wing left wing polarized world he is the most anti modi bhakt hate him so for yogi's police to endorse alt news to cut ani down to size was revelation and a surprise to many but unsurprisingly that tweet has been deleted <laughs> as yeah. we are recording this so yesterday's jubilation of the up police being non partisan and doing their job well well suck on that because they could not even keep that tweet up so but even for the briefest of moments you could say these are really unprecedented times for yes. once meanwhile three ter- soldiers dead and five terrorists killed in jnk's kopwara usually this is the time where you have people coming from pakistan and militants and terrorists because the snow starts melting in april may and that's the peak time when the action starts although i i don't know whether this is going to impact things because i read a really interesting piece and in fact bbc had a really nice uh, story on in south africa hardcore drug gangs and you know who go around killing each other usually are using their networks to get food to the needy and you know so they were interviewing one gang member he says so i boss called up the other boss and they said look at this time let's just quit the war we'll resume our drug war once this is behind us so i mean that is the kind of humanity you see even in hardcore drug cartels in, in south uh, africa in brazil uh, so all these gangs because bolsonaro's government like he being the nut he is so he's telling people it's no big deal nothing and all mm. that so it's the these gangs in the favelas which are the the slums they are imposing these social distancing restrictions and lockdown can you imagine yeah so they are making the drug the the, the these they're doing the work of the government yeah, basically yeah meanwhile oyo pledges to house covid 19 frontline staff the founder ritesh agarwal has said that selected sites from his international network of hotels and homestays would be designed to house 
healthcare professionals. And as usual, scammers are at it, even at times like this. The latest one being selling the world's tallest statue. So the police has lodged a case because some fraudster decided to say that the, for 4 billion you can buy that the Gujarat major statue here, the Statue of Unity, which the money will be given to the PM Cares Fund. That's actually not a bad idea if you think about it. So on that note, uh, let me start with our two panelists who are not here. Uh, how are things in Kolkata, um, in Bengal? The one controversy that did kind of, I see for a while, uh, mm. that the figures that Bengal is given giving for corona cases and deaths, uh, people are putting question marks against because they're saying Mamatadi doesn't want to give accurate figures. So how's the coverage in the local media and the Beng- Bangla media? And secondly, she's made a really high-powered committee of advisors to deal with this corona with some very credible names. Is that just a poster or is that committee going to meet? So right now we know very little about the like we know the the people in the committee, but what power they'll have is very very unclear. You know, so right now I think we should assume it's it's one of those PR moves to get a few headlines, and uh, it's clearly succeeded now that we're talking about it on NN Hafta. Uh, <laughs> but whether it does anything, let's see. Uh, and secondly, the the Bengal thing is very. I'm also quite unclear because in Bengal, there were a couple of controversies. A, Bengal didn't report for a number of days, for a couple of days. And then I think there is a controversy in Bengal, although we should check this up once, about comorbidity, you know, which is, I think, a global sort of conversation that's happening. So Bengal is counting some deaths of people who died due to corona as not corona deaths because like they died with, with COVID or they died with the virus inside them, but they didn't die of the virus. That right. makes sense. So, I mean, almost, this is a, almost, it's a farcical example because it didn't happen. But if you had corona but got hit by a truck, you didn't die of corona. You died of getting hit by the truck. Oh, I right? see. So, okay. I guess that sort of uh, thing. So, I guess it's a global conversation that's happening. So, I think uh, everybody sort of pointed this out that when we compare, the, I think it was in Italy, Italy, Italy or France, the numbers suddenly went up because they changed their method of tabulation. Right? They started counting some hospice numbers. So basically, you know, comparing both internationally as well as state to state sometimes is fraud because everybody is using slightly different standards of what is a COVID-19 death exactly. Right. Yeah. But now it's, Mamata yesterday released figures yesterday. So now there is more clarity, but still nothing on the committee, to be honest. One thing uh, I, I'd like to add what Shreb said. So this is, I also read about this, basically the everywhere in the world, especially when it comes to deaths. So there's been, some people are saying under-reporting, some are saying over-reporting because of the differences in methodology. But where India differs is that it isn't reporting infections. And that is because it isn't testing. So right. that is one big difference. Others, like most of the countries which are like now really big hotspots, they are testing, they are reporting and deaths. I mean, there's a methodology difference. In India, the problem starts with the mm. testing testing part. Sonia Gandhi had said, uh, I saw the tweet, I don't know if the suggestion was only through a tweet and a press release that they gave, but she actually gave a press conference, but I just think it was a written suggestion. She had five recommendations to deal with the corona crisis and the corona crisis is not just a public health crisis. It isn't being discussed so much in Indian media. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad. I think that people have different views and both are, you know, rational because don't start counting the economic cost till you've taken care of potential lives lost. Uh, But 
we will need a lot of money to tide over this i mean there's carnage coming i don't think anyone should be under any illusion that it is not across industries across jobs across all sorts of you know whatever your profession is you will be impacted so she said one that scrap that project that uh, we central want to vista. do central vista we are doing a report on that we have started it's an nl sena project it's going to cost about 2 lakh to do that report so please go to newslaundry.com click on the subscribe button and contribute to that sena project because you want to do a thorough job a video explainer the economic the the architectural and the ecological aspects of that entire reconstruction so she said scrap that central vista project she said that the pm cares fund should take its money and put it into the uh, sarkari fund the prime minister's relief fund relief fund because then at least there's oversight uh, she says uh, she also said and i'm quoting from her press release i'm writing to convey our support for the decision taken by the union cabinet to reduce salaries for mps by 30% other than these she also recommended that all government advertising should stop for the next 2 years now that of everything else of course was not picked up as aggressively as by the media understandably because it impacts us more than anybody else the indian express today has put out an editorial the side editorial which is the which is a concept that i have never been for that why it's in a mission statement you didn't even read it you've no, been I know, working here but that's an editorial that's different from it's a nameless editorial that means it's the indian express view put a name behind it Whose view is that? Is it's that the view of everybody? The, papers, the institution. Uh, it's what is the it, institution it believes. It, it's a side editor. So, you never put a name to it. That's what I'm saying. Oh. They never do that. That's exactly what I'm saying. That when Times has a Times, you are the side editorial. I think the that's this is an, the Express. That's ah, an anachronism. I mean, Every newspaper has it. I ah. think. I don't think it is. It has any. There's any place for that kind of nameless institutional view in 2020. I think individuals should have views. I don't think an institution should. But anyway, one of that. But this is what they say. I quote. Austerity measures number 1 in related to the PM asked for the imposition of a complete ban on media advertising by the government and public sector undertakings for a period of 2 years making an exception only for specific advisories for covid-19 or unspecified issues relating to public health forget for a moment the fact of its spectacularly bad timing as reporters across media all over the country risk their own lives to cover a public health emergency and as the lockdown severely disrupts production and disruption of publications Her call for a ban on advertising in the media shows a complete and completely shocking misunderstanding of news as a public good. The economics of its access, the fact that governments use public money to advertise and curbs on it have to follow due process, and of course the role of media as a countervailing institution in a democracy. Perhaps the misunderstanding and the insensitivity need not surprise the Congress is the party that suspended fundamental liberties during the emergency, censored the press and put opposition behind bars. Yet the nation and to be fair even the Congress has moved on from that 2 year period. Ta 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 ta. Now, uh let me start with you Shoaib. Yeah. The Indian Express editorial overreaction, uh Sonia's suggestion a shit idea. Or are reporters suddenly so fucking upset about it because it kicks their jobs? Even the National Broadcasters Association, National. Uh, by the way, and the Indian Newspaper Society yeah. issued statements yeah. just to add to that. Yeah, yeah, I think this, you know, really gets to a very, very uncomfortable, uh, the heart of a very uncomfortable truth in Indian media is that while uh, we are supposed to be watchdogs of the government, but in many cases, financial models are such. that large media houses depend on the government for financing and this is uh, across the board in large legacy media houses you know in a way now the thing is once you go beyond the first screen of you know people say writing an anti government op ed and so on 
and you if you look at the structural the, the way the structural thing is laid out a very relevant question can be asked that how can a watchdog which is dependent on an entity how can some an entity which is dependent on the government ever be a true watchdog of the government you know right so this is something that uh, you know this is and it's you can see from the large amount of panic that has set in you know so the indian express actually uh, i thought it was a very strident editorial it was their lead edit by the way yeah today you know that that big one on top and it this is really a question a conversation that the media should have with the indian express or any other you know i'm not just like singling out it could be telegraph it could be times of india it could be uh, z news so on and so forth if it depends so much on the union government for its revenue or, or whatever state government it is then how how i mean it's almost statistically a given that 9 out of 10 newspapers will stop before landing the killer punch on the government right they're so dependent on it right right raman sir what is your view on this on the both one is the media's pushback and and sonia's suggestion you see the ideal situation is i mean first of all we need to understand what kind of media uh, you know we have in our country so so we have newspapers which are largely depending on uh, the advertisements and if tomorrow and especially the government advertisement and if the government advertisement stops they're going to fall down many of them have already started cutting salaries also right. because so, so they'll the, finish but uh, they'll fold they'll, up they'll finish hmm. see ideally i mean i mean even i will also expect that everybody should turn to the subscription system but newspapers a lot of cost is involved i don't think it will ever happen okay okay so so long as we just uh, stick to the newspaper uh, kind of system so having said that i think you need to understand so what do you i mean if you uh, what what uh, sonia gandhi has suggested uh, is inevitable death of newspaper industry in our country so i i i find it very uh, i mean maybe the way they have criticized sonia gandhi i mean much? invoking uh, congress and all that was hmm. that was over reaction definitely hmm. but but their opposition to what she said is reasonable is reasonable meraj so this is i don't think this is a binary issue whether they should do it or not do it this is a very complex issue the way media is structured in this country the way it uh, it's financed it depends on government advertising like sir said without government advertising it folds up but the problem is sonia gandhi is not wrong in saying the government shouldn't be funding i mean in this editorial indian express says media is a public good at this time when 90% 95% of your media in the middle of a health emergency and economic emergency a pandemic is whipping up hate and bigotry daily and it's sponsored by those very ads is it a public good mm. i mean for if it it was a civilized country they would be dragged to hague and like mm. uh, punished for crimes against humanity all mm. the, all those anchors but they are dependent on the government for advertising which means government has control over them but because there is no other source the newspaper industry the television industry can't depend entirely on private sector also for their and definitely ads. not the current times not in the current times even otherwise because the way even the corporate corporates are structured in this country they give you adver- advertisements they want par they're not concerned about anything else mm. so they they want to say in what you say 
about them or their interests on TV or in, in newspapers. So the idea, the thing to do is to create a different model where you get state support, but it's not at the discretion of the government as such that they can just like they do did in Kashmir. Exactly, they can just you pull it back. You turn off the huh. tap and you are done for. In fact, that they was, shouldn't have that power. Yeah, in fact, I was surprised in the BBC. You know, when I was interviewing the World News head of the BBC, which is there on NewsLaundry.com, you can check out an interview. And I said Boris Johnson has you know said that we should cut funding for the BBC. So well, he can say what he wants, but the way it is structured. Boris Johnson can't do it. Can't do anything. Because, because yeah, Royal Charter, yes. It is, and it is the outlay is put for the next seven years. So yes. if he wants, he can say for the seven years, after these seven years ends, it should mm. stop. But by then, governments would change. There'd be someone else who would... So because it is such a long-term budgetary, uh, you know, allocation has already been made, one PM can't come and say, I've mm. Sorry, that has been written off and you have no control over it. Right. Or in Germany, you know, every political party has a foundation associated with it. The parliament allocates you money based on how many seats you have and you can use that money to fund, you know, whether it's political advertising, whether it is, it is, it is basically mandated and allocated by the parliament across parties. Mm. So, I mean, if you have systems like that, it's not ideal, but it's still better than what you're saying, that today you don't have to stop the advertising. Manisha, what is your view on this? So, I think Sonia Gandhi's idea is very shitty because uh, if... Let's be under no delusion right now. A bulk of news gathering and quality journalism is the length and breadth of it is being done by print media. And I think they are the most that are severely impacted right now. Television, I think, still has corporate ads and all running. And I think television probably has more TRPs also now because people are sitting at home and watching. What this will do is really impact the television, uh, the newspaper industry. And we need newspapers now more than ever to survive. A, because of their news gathering capacity. I don't think online or tele television media, let's take it out of the equation because they're not doing much. But online media is not doing the kind of length and breadth reporting that newspapers are doing. In fact, a lot of online portals are scavenging off newspapers. Mm -hmm. So just uh, it'll not just the newspapers, but just as a time, especially during the coronavirus, you need newspapers to be going about doing their job in multiple languages, telling us what's happening, reporting. So just conceptually, I think it's a bit short-sighted right now for Sonia Gandhi to suggest because it would mean an immediate death. And the corporate? For newspapers and uh, some, I mean, I've, I, I think when you look at journalism in India, I really do think that newspapers are the ones that are doing a fabulous job of whatever's left of honest, accountable, strong journalism. So while this was supposed to be, you know, sari urja karna that we are fighting one common enemy, it kind of had Modi's event written all over it. It was a polarizing issue where it should have been one that actually joins people together. Uh, I, we'll, we'll discuss the inevitability of that. But there were many celebrities also who do that. And I think anything that Modi ji says has become like a chatu fest. You know, th that, is, that is what is unfortunate. Like, for example, there's this music video that's gone. It's really nice. It has, uh, you know, uh, the guy who was in uh, Andhadhund. Uh, I really like him. Ayushman. Ayushman Khurana. It has uh, Jackie Shroff's son. It has all these stars from their houses saying... It's nice, you know, stay home, stay safe. And because people listen to Bollywood, you know, so much, but it starts off with Modi. It has Modi in the middle. It has Modi. I mean, it's less about, let's get together. It's more about Modi. I think that is really problematic and that polarizes. So they're saying, that I think is the problematic area. But coming to that particular story, there was... Um, a, a note of WhatsApp groups. I know that's true for Delhi. I don't know if it's true for other states. It's divided into zones and wards. And, you know, whoever is the education in charge of that area, put it to all the principals. Please, uh, you have to, by Monday morning, tell us 
how many people lit lamps how many have downloaded the ayush app and principal is saying oh. on sunday you want us to like by monday tell you so of course they started sending forms to other students how many of you going to lamp a light tonight how many of you going to light a diya tonight how many will light a candle now and then at night the government withdrew that saying we don't want to know so was it an intimidation tactic that please check who like who uses school kids like this i think it is deeply problematic which is why you know uh, you know people say that it is modi hated and all i have nothing but disdain for people who went out and lit lamps there is intimidation not only at school level even at rwa level my story i had to exit from my rwa whatsapp group mm. because they were they started you know from a day before that adarnay prime minister ne so mm. i said i agree with everything but why are you endorsing this why mm. why are you becoming an event manager mm. for uh, f- mm. for political reasons mm. so the argument started and all so but then i i said I, anyway Wait. Ha uh, thank you very much I, I have nothing to do but it had so much impact on my mother complete fear psychosis mm. ki tu apne kamre ki batti band kar dena my mother was so afraid yeah. ki the entire locality <laughs> will yeah is going to do that that's so true for a lot of people no, that's true for a lot it, of people absolutely no no but then she was passing on all her fears to me so i just left the whole house i i <laughs> went away somewhere else so i went there and i had a couple <laughs> drinks and i came back <laughs> no but uh, in in my building the someone told the guard that switch off the lights of the corridors also so there'll be complete darkness ah. i said who has said this he says oh, general chaudhary and i said tell general chaudhary switch off his own lights not of bloody the corridor but it's amazing yeah that he can say one thing and people can take it to like it's yes. also i think like, i love that joke power to him yeah i think that i love that joke that you know one guy is exercising in the balcony jumping up and down and his neighbor says अच्छा आज ये करने को बोला कितने टाइम करना है कितने टाइम के लिए करना है सो आई थिंक द वन वन रीजन बिकॉज ऑल दिस हैपन्स इज बिकॉज दिस अपील्स टू अ पर्टिकुलर क्लास अ पर्टिकुलर सेक्शन ऑफ द सोसाइटी पीपल हुआ बालकनीज पीपल हुआ इन हाई रेजेज पीपल हु आर इन टेलीविजन स्टूडियोज द सिंगर्स द बॉलीवुड एक्टर्स द मुकेश जीज एंड the rest of them why the especially the english media does that and we we were doing prime time that no, day hindi like, also does hindi also hindi is they also. also this whole english media pretty especially i mean it by definition goes only to a particular section of the society which speaks english their concerns are not about livelihood for now they are fine their concerns are not about shortage of food they are fine so and they're bored at home so they, they get to do this festival they get get to celebrate diwali it's the same with other media most of the media is driven run or shaped by people who belong to the same category of people why would they care what happens to people on the ground people who are literally starving it doesn't affect them directly like you right. were saying the journalists have not event. been saying anything the media has not been saying anything about what the government has been doing what the opposition has been doing they've been towing everybody's line all these years and now suddenly when pet pe laat padi to they are screaming against like people why are they saying this and that yeah uh, if you could come in uh, and uh, i mean sorry, sorry just to add to this and the hypocrisy and all these doctors we have these stories about doctors being chased out of their housing societies being asked to leave their and homes and i'm sure those people let the us of course they did <laughs> of course they did but they won't let the doctor because in. this is just a festival of hypocrisy by this time right um yeah why don't you come in anand and then show you after that how was it in patna was the call received as well as it was in some parts of delhi with diwali being celebrated delhi to was full on diwali but i don't know if that was true for many other small towns no uh, there there was uh, almost uh, unanimity in uh, observing the day with the diya even the principal opposition party in the state rjd's leader 
also did it. Uh, I, do, I don't agree. At least my observation in Patna was that it was completely voluntary. No one was forced. And it had the appeal of a symbolic act, which it was supposed to be. And symbolism carries its own value in the Indian psyche, in Indian culture. And I suppose it has a value in universally also. So second is that uh, Mr. Modi's uh, persona has revolved around domestic, uh, domesticating the issues or priorities that he has. Some may call it showmanship, but, but he has that hold over a, a certain a large section of people. And that was duly demonstrated. But I think in, in any another time when there was not a lockdown, the success would not have been at such a level. It also had to deal with uh, that the people had uh, nothing to do uh, at home. A spare time at that at that moment. Uh, at nine o'clock, many don't even return from offices if it's a normal day. So uh, uh, that that also contributed to it. Now to say that uh, it was supposed to be a symbolic act, and it didn't say that it was trying to achieve this or achieve that through that. Or it was going to extinguish Corona because of that. No, it was not a stated purpose. And uh, thank God uh, for that, because had he said it's going to cure Corona, then that would have been laughable. So, so I, clearly, no, no, clearly that many, was not a clear. I think nine minutes, nine or nine. Many, many, many uh, criticism has been about attributing this that it was going to this. You no, know. hold on, it's not going to cure Corona. <laughs> no, did you think? Uh, so? <laughs> No, uh, I think uh, there has been misreading of what I said. I said that a symbolic act is a symbolic act. It, uh, many criticism around it has been that uh, uh, someone had these cheeky lines that, oh, now Corona gone. No, it was not stated like that. It was uh, supposed to be a show of unity and a symbol was chosen for that. Also, symbolic acts... <laughs> and concrete actions can go hand in hand. They need not be ex to the exclusion of each other. So like in India, if you if someone gives you a asirwad, the blessing, it does not mean that the elder would not give you money. It means both can go hand in hand. The elders who bless also give you money to also help you. So it, 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 symbolism, uh, asirwad in itself is a symbolic and we say, it doesn't uh, end up doing something, but still symbolic acts hold and they, they will go on for ages. On that note, I'd like to thank everybody on the panel. I'd like to thank all of you who subscribe and pay to keep news free because without you, we would not survive. I encourage you to come to newslaundry.com, go to the top right hand corner and click and pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. We've been saying that forever and I do believe that. We also have an NLCNA project, give to that. And if you have any feedback, write to us at contact at newslaundry.com. I repeat, contact at newslaundry.com. Share your feedback. Only subscriber emails will be read out. The others will be observed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served. And Advertisers pay. Advertisers served. Thank you.
Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.